You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Friday, May 11th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive, and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful, bagless, upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Catch your dog doing something right. It was your average evening here at the homestead. My wife was in our sitting room enjoying a television program, and the dogs were scattered throughout the house, lounging in their preferred spots. The jingling of bells caught my wife's attention, and soon a pointy brown head with black ears peered around the corner at her expectantly. My wife smiled and said, Good boy, and got up to let Jedi outside. This would be a ho-hum kind of story, except for one small fact. Jedi is not our dog, and he has never been trained to ring bells to go outside. Jedi had been staying with us for a short while as his family was traveling. We have always kept bells on the door we use to let our dogs out to the backyard to relieve themselves. We have had dogs in the past that used these bells frequently, 
but we never expected Jedi to learn to use them in so short a time. Considering this was a one-time occurrence, I have to allow for the fact that Jedi ringing the bells was accidental. But there are a few factors that lead me to believe that this was intentional. Jedi had been staying with us for nine days and nights at the point this happened. Every time the door was opened in his presence, Jedi heard the bells jingle. So he was exposed to them at least four to six times each day. And Jedi appeared to seek out my wife just after ringing the bells to see if she had noticed it. There are a couple of non-situation specific things that I'm also taking into account here. Jedi was raised and trained by someone who uses a lot of operant conditioning in her training. This allows him the confidence to try things without worrying about a reprimand, and he is used to getting something in return for his efforts. He knows that trying something is more likely to pay off than doing nothing. We can't know whether or not Jedi would repeat that behavior because he went home with his owner the next day, but we think it's likely that he would have. Two of our other dogs developed the same habit in a matter of days also. So long as the bell ringing produced reliable results that they wanted, the dogs used it as a means of communication. Here's another example of this phenomenon. When our Rizzo was very young, my wife began bringing him to agility practices. She would keep him in a soft crate, but he was very often excited by the dogs that were out and running as he watched. As a way to focus Rizzo, my wife began asking him to lie down and drop treats into his crate through the zipper at the top of the crate. It wasn't long before my wife realized that trying to look into a dark crate through mesh to see a black dog was not an easy task. It's dark in there. And so she would ask Rizzo to lie down and then lean forward to see if he was in fact lying down before dropping the treat. Apparently, of his own accord, Rizzo began to poke the mesh of the crate when my wife looked in. This was a perfect indicator. The height of the nose poke would tell my wife whether Rizzo was standing or lying down. She began only paying for nose pokes that came at a low enough level. It's important to realize that this was not a trained behavior. My wife did not teach Rizzo to poke the mesh of the crate, but she did reward it. Before long, my wife had figured out that if she leaned forward to peer into the crate, Rizzo would immediately show her his nose pokes in hopes of getting a reward. Like Jedi working out how to ring the bells to be let out, Rizzo had worked out how to give my wife the information she needed, and he was rewarded for that. In both of these cases, Jedi and Rizzo were passive learners. They were not specifically being instructed to offer a particular behavior. They were, however, both rewarded for their efforts. Jedi and our bell-ringing dogs were let out, and Rizzo received his food treat from above after letting his mom know he was lying down with his nose poke. The important point here is that these dogs were not instructed to do a particular behavior. They were allowed to offer something that worked for them, and they were rewarded for it. To us, this is an incredibly cooperative and empowering way to work with our dogs. By giving them the freedom to offer behaviors, we have created a mechanism for them to express themselves. Rather than the dog needing to meet criteria that we set as trainers for a given behavior, we are simply accepting something they contribute and build it into their repertoire of existing behaviors. Instead of requiring a specific behavior, we are accepting something offered of the dog's own accord. I suppose that, in a way, it could be that we are validating their efforts with our rewards. 
A few years ago, it was standard practice for my wife to be sitting in her office only to look up and see the steely glare of two brown eyes attempting to bore a hole in her. Our tiramisu would stare intently at my wife in what looked like an attempt to telepathically will my wife to get up and feed her dinner. Unfortunately for our little black dog, we are quite aware of how operant conditioning works, and so my wife would never get up and prepare dinner when she saw Tira engaging in that behavior. It took a short while, but Tira learned that this staring thing was not really working, so she set about looking for alternatives. Before long, she was finding my wife and offering a soft smile and a light-hearted wag of the tail. This approach proved to be much more successful, as my wife would often laugh and say, Okay, Tira, let's get you fed. But it was not a reliable strategy. If my wife was engrossed in her work, Tira's efforts at displaying her cuteness might go unnoticed. Our dog Rizzo was growing up fast, and my wife often encouraged Tira to play with him. Tira is not really one to play with other dogs that much. So it surprised my wife one day when Tira ran into the room with Rizzo in tow and began playfully bouncing and bowing at him. This made my wife laugh. She would watch them play for a few minutes, and then my wife would get up and start preparing dinner. Tira was delighted. She had at last discovered a reliable way to get my wife to make dinner for her. Of course, Tiramisu probably thought she had finally worked out the secret method to get dinner when she wanted it. But what was really happening was that my wife had observed a behavior she wanted to encourage in Tiramisu, and decided to accept the play and reward it consistently. Now when Tira wants to be fed, she will engage Rizzo in some silly play. Rizzo gets a little fun, Tira gets fed, and my wife gets what she wanted too. So it's win-win-win for everyone involved. This kind of cooperative learning and training works for two primary reasons. First, the trainer is aware and observant enough to consistently reward the behavior she wants once the dog offers it. And second, these dogs are all used to being trained using positive reinforcement and mark and reward training. They have a long history of offering behaviors and being rewarded. Perhaps more important is that these dogs are never corrected when they offer incorrect variations of what we are looking for while training. If they offer a behavior other than what we are looking for or are willing to accept, we simply ignore it and let them try something else. In short, we teach our dogs that there is no harm in trying. Of course, there are behaviors we discourage, but only infrequently. Jedi, Rizzo, and Tira are all products of positive reinforcement training, and each has demonstrated their ability and willingness to engage us in their efforts to communicate. It makes for a pretty interesting life for us as their owners, and I have to believe that it must be fun for them too. After all, how many dogs get to feel like they are active partners in their training? We are very thankful for all the gifts that modern training and operant conditioning have given us. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. 
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. <laughs> 